production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What's the magic formula for an engaging utility podcast? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of the Story Connect podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Megan McCoyno, one of the storytellers at Pioneer Utility Resources, and I am joined by Tiffany Trueblood, Senior Communications Specialist at Central Alabama Electric Cooperative. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, I am so happy to be here because, one, I just, I, you know, I love you. You're my girl. And two, I love talking. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite things to talk about. And if anyone knows me, they know I can talk about a lot. So uh, I'm very excited. So, <laughs> Well, I'm excited that you were able to join us because a lot of utility pioneers are talking about podcasts right now. I mean, they've been around for a while, right? Yeah. But it's it's like they're having a moment. I'm not sure what changed, um, but more folks are thinking about starting podcasts. And earlier in 2023, you launched the Central Connection podcast, which is hosted by you and the lovely Beth Presley. You have published uh, six episodes that I've seen, but I think you just finished your seventh episode yesterday. Yes. Do you have any regrets so far? Not one. I love it. (laughs) It is so much fun. Uh, The incredible Beth Presley, my cohort in crime. Um, She and I, we have so much fun with it. Uh, There's nothing. I I actually, the only thing I regret is that we didn't do it sooner because it's just, it's great. It's engaging. It's fun. It lets us to, it's just, it's just wonderful. So no, no, not one single regret. (laughs) Well, I have noticed that you and Beth use a lot of humor in your conversations, including, I think this might be my favorite to date, uh, relationship advice when breaking up with your water heater, (laughs) which made my heart happy. How did you decide on this playful tone when approaching what could be seen as serious content? Well, you know, we got the idea for the podcast. Uh, We were, I want to go back a little bit. Uh, We got the idea for the podcast. We were our annual, uh, our statewide annual communicators conference um, hosted by the Alabama Rural Electric Association. And someone from Oklahoma had come there and they talked about their podcast. And so on the way back um, from leaving that conference, it was Beth, myself, and our multimedia specialist, Nardo Smith. And we were just talking about, we're like, how much fun we could have and everything, but how we would do it a little different. And if anyone knows the crew here at Central, we love (laughs) We just, we, we feed off each other. We're a great team and we just had fun with it. And we were, we were laughing in the car so much. And, you know, then we started thinking about podcasts we've listened to. And so when we, you know, we like, we want to keep this fun and human, you know, we know our members, our members are everyday people. And we just, you know, and we know there's not, sometimes electricity is, is hard. It's not that sexy. It's not that fun, but (laughs) we're like, we can do it in an engaging way. What would we want to listen to? And so that's where, and honestly, we're really just ourselves, which is a little scary, but uh, (laughs) they, we just, you know, we are ourselves. We know our organization, we know our members and we just want it to be fun. Yeah. Well, do you have a catchphrase as, as part of this, uh, the way that y'all do? Well, we do have one. So when we did the Central Connection podcast, we call it the CCP. And so okay. a couple of times we do slip it in and be like, welcome to the CCP. We know energy because hashtag copyright laws, you can't really say. Plus, you know, if you know that 
90s hit uh, <laughs> that we kind of got. That's probably not quite appropriate, but we do that. And then, you know, just when we're, when we sign off, we always, you know, do the, uh, and, you know, thank you for listening and stay connected. And Beth and I say at the same time, and my 10-year-old son said it's cringeworthy, but we still do it. And um, that's kind of <laughs> our, mainly what we have. Oh, I love it. I mean, you, there's so much, no pun intended, so much energy when you are, you and Beth together are, are hosting this and, and the, the fun. Um, it's, it is a, a lot of, it's quite enjoyable to listen to. Um, and I know y'all, but I think even for folks who don't know y'all, it's just a lot of fun. And I, I love seeing the tone that you have brought to those communication efforts. I'm curious, so y'all heard about it, you thought, oh, this could be a really fun platform, but what is the goal? Have you written down a goal for your podcast content? Um, our goal really is to, we want to reach our members where they are. And today there's so many different ways, I mean, we had talked about their day for the first time ever. We're really working with and serving five different generations of people right now. And it's, I mean, it's a lot, everything from people who still love to get their magazine to people who are on Facebook or, you know, Twitter or YouTube or now threads, uh, which we're experimenting with. And <laughs> um, then, you know, in, so we're, when we're talking about this, like, you know, this is a great way to reach people maybe with something they're not going to read you know, it's, yeah. you know, if they don't want to read, they want to listen to something. So our goal is just to get things that are interesting and to let our members know things that are important to them. But also it's another great way to spread the cooperative message. And I think it's hard nowadays, sometimes with newer generations coming in, they still think of us as just a power company, but this is a great way for us to explain in a personable way. You know, you're part of something bigger, you're part of a co-op. And, uh, you know, we have people from everywhere all age groups. Uh, we had one of our linemen, we did a lineman tales, which is one of our most popular one. And the lineman was telling me, he's like, yeah, he's like, my Nana came up to me and said, I heard Kyle on that podcast. And he was like, Nana, you listen to a podcast. So <laughs> it's just great way to, you know, communicators love to communicate. So we yes. just want to keep on going and keep getting our message out. I love that. And you you mentioned the members as your core audience. I think, is there anyone else that you are trying to get to outside of your membership? Do your staff listen, listen to it as well? I mean, yes. how does that work? Yes, we have. Uh, we release it to our employees first. Um, so before it gets publicized, we let we give a sneak peek to all our employees. We send them say, hey, this is what it is. Listen to it. Um, so they know what it is before, you know, if someone mentions something, they know what it is. And then two, yeah. it's so funny. Like we had when we did the first couple, we had employees come up and be like, I want to be on the podcast. And like if anyone works <laughs> in communications, you know what a win that is to have an employee come to you and say, I want to mm -hmm. do this. And so that's how, you know, we've actually, with the customer service one, it's something we knew we wanted to do, but one of the CSRs involved in that, she's like, I want to be on the podcast. I really, really do. So we're like, okay, let's build an episode around where we can get her on here. And so it's fun to hear our employees listen to it. Our board members listen to it. Um, so it's just, it's really great to have all those people. And you know, a lot of our employees are our members and it's, and people know them. So somebody's like, like our lineman's, lineman's Nana, she listened to it because yeah. her her grandson was on there. So it's just Makes it's, it's 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 fully engaging to everyone. And that's, you know, keep it open, keep it broad, but make it something people want to listen to. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, a lot of popular podcasts have a formula, let's call it their secret sauce, if you will, uh, that they follow each week. Um, For instance, with the Story Connect podcast, we start every episode with a question and that we'll answer throughout the course of the episode. And then we always end with the phrase, keep telling your story. What formula are you following for your episodes? Do you, you're, you're giggling. I can see you uh, giggling. The, okay, so we do, before we have the podcast, we do go through and uh, have an outline of the subjects we want to cover. It's not a script, yeah. but it's just something. So if we ask somebody something and there's a particular point we want, we know somebody needs to make, if they forget, then, then Beth or myself can go back and say, oh, well, what about this? You know, whatever, work that back in. Uh that's about it. Um, it is very unscripted. And the, the only thing is Beth does the intro every time because her voice is magnificent for that. Uh, <laughs> she does a great job at that. And we always ask the people, you know, you know, how long they've been here or you know, what are the role is at the co-op. And then we just kind of go into it. Um, it is not scripted. We do not have a time limit. We do not have a time quota of any sort. We just go where the conversation goes. And uh, I think this actually kind of keeps it fun because like this last one we did with our CEO and a board member, we had this all labeled out, you know, what we were going to do. And they kind of just, but it turned into the conversation and they just covered this, covered that. And we got all the points done, but not in the order we thought of doing them at all. But sure. uh, so I think being flexible is a huge part. Of I mean, course. we have our intro yeah. and our little, you know, stay connected, uh, but everything else is kind of, you know, it's it's there, but it's not the rule of the law. So, yeah. Do you have music that y'all use? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we have our little a little intro jingle that I'm not going to do it. Nobody wants to hear me. But it's a, a little <laughs> uplifting jingle, and that's on the way in and then on the way out. So we do have that. Okay. And uh, but other than that, it's that's about it. <laughs> Okay. And you mentioned that you will outline general ideas Mm -hmm. that you want to make sure you cover. Do you have an editorial calendar for this year that y'all are following? We tend not really. We did. When we started doing the podcast, we actually brought it in after we had already done our editorial calendar for 23. So And the good thing is, too, we do like to keep it flexible uh, because, like I said, we have those employees that come up. And we always ask the employees, if you have an idea that you think the members want, tell us. And then we won't be able to do that as quick as we can because we want to keep that engagement. Um, and then sometimes, like, Beth and I and Narda, we just we just in the hallway before this meeting came up with a crazy idea of a podcast that we would like to do at our annual meeting. Um, and I have not taken that to my manager the lovely Najia Littleton yet, but uh, so I mean, stuff like that. We we brainstorm. The team here is so amazing, and we brainstorm and we talk. I mean, that's how this whole thing started. So we'll be like, okay, what what's coming up? And you know, there's certain things we know we need to do because of our our editorial calendar for 2023. So we do have a layout of what we'll kind of follow for that month. But uh, a lot of times it's kind of like, oh, well, I thought of this, or somebody's like, have you done this? And we'll you know, we we'll like to keep that fluid and flexible. Okay. How often are you publishing content? At least once a month. Um, okay. Sometimes it will be twice. It depends on what's going on. You know, some months there's a lot more going on than other months because um, it's just, you know, it is. And, or things yes. that would be interesting 
for that. I mean, we don't want to just have to do two a month because we're got to do two a month if it's just one. Uh, but, you know, we've already thought uh, we had we did have one on the books for August coming up. That is the highlighting our Bright Ideas grants and our teachers that have received those going and that's coming up. But then we just had this idea for this other one. So like, oh, we'll just throw a little BOGO in there. Bonus. Well, if it gets approved, but uh, you know, <laughs> it's fun just being fluid with it. There's there's rules, yeah. but there's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you y'all are lucky because you've got Nardo on staff yes. and he is delightful. Um, what kind of time goes into recording and editing each episode? What kind of a setup do y'all have for that? Yeah, we actually have a small studio which is, I know a lot of people don't have the option, but we had a room here and we kind of took it over. Uh, and so we have uh, Nardo picked out the, we actually have equipment there, the soundboard. We have four mics, four headphones, so we can have two guests and then, but you know, Beth and myself, or just one, depends on what we're doing. And I mean, honestly, when we record it, so far, everything has been one take. And oh. with he'll get it off and when he he takes it in there in his office and puts it through uh i I believe he uses like audition or one of those programs and then when he gets done with it i mean most of the time he's done a couple little things and he'll send it to beth and i to listen to and then it goes through approval process to our uh to our manager nagia and then a couple of the vps or you know whatever but relatively it's pretty quick um we we've been so far knocking on all the wood I could find. Very blessed that because uh, I mean the one we just did yesterday afternoon we did it around one finished about one thirty and by three o'clock yesterday he already had it for us to listen to. So wow. we are blessed to kind of be able to do that in one take. I'm sure there's going to be some that need and there's sometimes when we listen to it, we're like hey can you go back and take this part out or take you know take yeah. this section um, and he can do that. But usually if all the cards fall, we can get it done and approved by everybody within a week. So. Okay. Now, have y'all talked about using this medium for outage um, messaging and power restoration efforts? Because if you can go that fast, that's really cool. Yes. Um, that was another option it is great because, you know, right now, um, we have, once again, knocking all the wood I can find, been blessed this year, uh, not having too many bad storms. I probably just jinxed us. But, you know, we've had things in the past um, between Hurricane Zeta, which we still don't really talk about around here anymore. Um, it's okay. It's a safe like Bruno. Space. We don't talk about Bruno <laughs> or Zeta. Uh, mm. And then we've had a couple other storms that we just, you know, getting that message out. Video is great, but video takes yes. a lot longer. Um, so it is great to have this option, especially uh, for those CEO messages, if we need to get something out really quick. Um, I think it'd be very beneficial in prep, um, because we can always yeah. record something on prep or what's going on, relate to people that, or something we can go ahead and have done. And if we need it, we can get it out. Um, because yeah. if anyone's been in communications during a storm, there's 50 billion things going on and having something ready would be great. Um, and we always will be doing one soon, probably coming up. I think we have that planned for right around September. We're also doing one for our youth tour, we're bringing our youth tour students. Um, but we're also going to do a second one on hurricane storm prep because where we are here in Alabama, September, October, it's just a really iffy time of year. So we want to go ahead and get that. Out. Everyone holds their breath. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I love that you, you mentioned bringing the youth tour students mm-hmm. in. You mentioned uh, storm prep and having that just available and done so that you can share it. And you've got some on, you know, featuring your CSRs. Yeah. We talked about the water heater <laughs> breakup advice. Um, what other topics are y'all covering? Is it all internal, like your staff? Or are you bringing in, like for the Bright Ideas grants, are you bringing the recipients into your studio to record their stories? Yes, we um, are going to bring people from the outside. Uh, we plan to have two teachers come in for the Bright Ideas grant, um, two of our past recipients. Uh, and then also for youth tour, we're going to have, um, you know, we're, we're thinking about having a couple, one of the, maybe one of the um students that went to Washington and then one who didn't yeah. because I mean, they still did a lot and we mm-hmm. still want to give them the opportunity because the one, you know, the one from Washington will probably talk a lot about the Washington youth tour. And we'd like to have somebody that just went to the Montgomery and even the process of it. Um, so we'd like to, it's another way for, to engage with those. Um, Cause you know, if anybody, everyone if knows you about youth tour, those are your cheerleaders. Those are your best yeah. friends for life after this. And um, I, they all think it's amazing. When they heard we had a podcast, our youth tour kids are like, what? They're like, we thought it was cool. You had Instagram. And they're like, you have a podcast? We're like, yeah, we're modern. Um, so, <laughs> um, but it's cool. Cause I mean, it's once again, it's that demographic and they'll listen to a yeah. podcast and then their mom and dad and their cousins and all them will listen if their kids are on a podcast. And, you know, Beth and I are amazing and entertaining, but nobody wants you to listen to us all the time. Well, have you thought about having a guest host, like having the students from Youth Tour interview your CEO or no, someone else in the community? We have it, um, but that would be a great idea. Thank you. I want to steal it. No one else steal yeah, it. No, that's, would... that's just between Megan and I. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love that. And that's one point that folks have been making with podcasts is that I had someone talk to me um, during our annual meeting. We were chatting back and forth and she said, you know, I I don't want to do TikTok, but how else do I reach this younger community? Like, what is the audience for podcasts? And I was like, it's actually like half of podcast listeners are under 34. Yeah. And like that fact alone, like blew her away. And uh, it's why we're working on a podcast ebook right now, just to try to let folks know that this is a really strong option. If you have the staff, if you have the time, you know, a strong option for you to use to share your story. Um. Now, I'm curious, I first heard about your podcast uh, because we are connected on LinkedIn. Again, I am a big fan of yours. (laughs) Uh, And you shared this really cool animated graphic. It had the podcast logo. And that's Mm -hmm. part of your formula. You actually have a very branded look and feel for the podcast. Uh, It had the episode title. It was really snazzy and eye-catching. What do you use to create those posts? And how else are you publicizing Central Connection? Uh, to make the post, you know, we use any kind of, you know, thing. Sometimes it's Adobe Express or, or I don't know if I um, like sponsorship stuff here, but or or any of those platforms. The one that starts with a Z, Canva. But anyway, whichever. And then that's okay. Um, that's uh, okay. <laughs> if you haven't sponsored this, you need to. Um, we, uh, <laughs> and then you know, we actually use uh, Buzzsprout is our online. That's the, where we publish the podcast to and everything. Mm-hmm. And they have you know seen those cool graphics where you can actually hear the podcast, like you guys have done on yours. Yeah. You know, it lets you just yeah. do that right in there. You can put a snippet in or not. But uh, most of it's just you know we tried to make the post look like a little bit theme. I know the, you know, the one about breaking up with your 
no good water heater. It was like had like a little neon heart. It just it just had that look and feel. Um, so depending on what it is, um, I think our safety one was more like yellow, you know, safety and stuff. But we do that. Uh, we also have an e-newsletter we send out to all our members. Uh, who would like to receive it. And so we usually, if there's something in there, we'll put that in there, that graphic with that. Uh, so we have like the one going out for right now in our July. It has, is, is talking about our annual meeting and our ballots and everything. So we're going to put that podcast we just did in that so people can hear it. Uh, we put, if it's a story that we know is going to link to it, we'll put a QR code for the podcast in the magazine. Because uh, we will be talking about Bright Ideas Grants in our September magazine we're going to re- release this one in August so we can say, hey, to hear more, do not yeah. just read about these grants, but to hear more, go to here. So we tie it a lot in those ways. Um, internally, like I said, we send out the link to our employees. We have internal monitors. We put a QR code or tell them to go there to our, our inside, our hub site. Uh, so w- we do lots of ways. We were just talking, like I said, about annual meeting and something that may or may not happen, so I don't know yet. But if anything, at least we'd like to have <laughs> some kind of signage or banner there. Be like, hey, learn more and with a QR code that takes them to you know, yeah. all of our stuff. Uh, so, we, I mean, we use a lot of traditional avenues to get it out. But so far, it's worked pretty well. And, you know, we have people who kind of subscribe to it. Mostly, probably our family, but there's people that subscribe to it. So they get those notifications, you know, when they go out. So, um, so far, it's done pretty good. So. Okay. And are you measuring the success of the podcast to see if it's worth the time that you're investing? Yeah. The good thing about the site um, that we use to host, they do all the stats for you. So we've been doing this. Our six episodes right now have had over 630, 640 downloads. So yeah, it's, it's, we're kind of impressed when we see the numbers come in, we like, we're like, whoa, like, we don't know what, we don't know what we're doing, but apparently we're doing it well. Um, so, and it's fun to see, but we can also then see which episodes have done the best. Um, like our yes. top one, of course, was our first one. And we were talking about our broadband initiative because everybody wants that. Mm-hmm. And then of course our second everybody. was like lineman tails. And then actually the, the, the breaking up with your water heater was number three. So, um, it's, it's, that helps us know what topics, what, which ones, or did it matter how long it was? Um, yeah. does, you know, was there a subject that you know, people may want to know more and more about or not. So, so far we've done six, uh, seven will be coming out soon, but yeah, we were pretty pumped to have that many downloads. Like the, the first episode I mean, went yeah. out and we were like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we did not. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, one last question before I let you go. Uh, what tips would you give anyone who's never hosted a podcast before and they've just gotten the green light? Okay. What should they do? Be yourself. Be just and have fun with it. You know your organization. You know your members. You know the people you work with. They're just people. Um, don't be too rigid with it. Uh, it's podcasts to me are always evolving. Um, if you don't listen to a podcast and you're gonna have a podcast, I suggest you find a couple to listen to because um, then you'll yeah. understand you know, the ones you like and what you like about them. The ones I like are very conversational. Um, you get to feel like you know the people and that's that tie-in. Um, and also if, it's, if you're just a one, one person shop, you can do it. I mean, you really just need some software, a couple mics and just, just do it. Um, it's something, it's fun, it's engaging. 
it's always good to hear when you have, especially getting that employee engagement too, because I think that's something we're all talking about as well right now is employee engagement and uh, just, you know, have fun with it, see what happens. And like us, no regrets, just jump in, (laughs) find time for it because it's, it's your, you will think it's going to take forever and also get overhearing yourself on the radio or radio, TV, whatever it is kids talk about nowadays, but you know, I, you hear yourself, you're like, do I sound like that? Well, you probably do, but you sound fine. <laughs> if no one has told you anything during your life yet, you're probably sounding fine. So, just, uh, <laughs> you know, jump in and do it. Have fun with it. Um, and yeah, have fun. I love that. Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for sharing your story and your formula for magic podcast (laughs) success with Utility Pioneers. She is Tiffany Trueblood, the Senior Communications Specialist at Central Alabama Electric Cooperative. And I'm your host, Megan McCoy No at Pioneer Utility Resources. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.